0: Hello, I'm your host Giselle Gamby and this is the Intuitive Pool podcast. First of all, I want to say thank you to the community of listeners because there have been breathtaking ripples that have occurred from listening to this podcast and I'm excited to be witness of many, many more. This year, I'm dedicating this podcast to the theme of 2023 being a breakthrough year. No matter how successful, fulfilled and happy we are, and the truth is that sometimes we're not, we all have thresholds we've placed on ourselves on how loving and powerful we've allowed ourselves to be. Following the intuitive pull does not negate our vulnerabilities and our humanness. Oftentimes, following the intuitive pull asks us to see our blind spots and to bring what has been in the shadow to light. And when we do, we can see that being fully human is in fact the precursor to remembering that we are infinitely greater than this little body, that we are infinitely connected beyond this time and space, not in spite of our humanity, but because of the intricate weaving of all aspects of our precious humanity. When we take responsibility and remember that you have the power to decide what you choose and we fuse that With a letting go of control and surrendering into the plans that you didn't make, there is nothing that you cannot transform. My wish is that you see that the deeper you go, the greater your wealth in all ways and that authenticity is always profitable. Have fun. So I'm very, very excited to be here having a conversation. This is not an interview. This is a conversation with my sister my soul sister, Michelle Richmond. Michelle, who I have known for over 25 years, who you've heard me talk about before. You've heard me interview before, but this time it's not an interview. I have facilitated three retreats in Kenya with Michelle, and we're about to facilitate our fourth retreat in May, 2023. And one in Thailand. Remember that one? Oh, that's I'm right. We also here. did it. We did. We did. We did. So is anything that you want to say, Michelle, because Michelle also has a podcast. So my po- podcast is called the intuitive
1: pool. Michelle's podcast is called change with Michelle Richmond. So this is a you know, jizzy. And, you know, we're choosing to have a breakthrough year this year and carry that energy into the people that we have the privilege to walk beside to have breakthrough years as well. And so this is, an exciting conversation to really dive down into what breakthrough what does a breakthrough year actually mean? What does that energy in that that would see both you and I rise and shine and the people that in the many ways that we offer, not just Safari, uh, to, to work with and create space for to have that breakthrough year. And there are so many amazing elements that contribute to that, not only in like, what are the external results, but something I was very aware of yesterday. It was a conversation of a client realizing, ticking a list that they first started um, the energy behind in 2011, when I first worked with them. They realized the external results, publishing a book, losing weight. But what was really heartwarming is they felt happy, was the happiness that they were experiencing. So I'm very present to a breakthrough year, yes, being about external results, but ultimately it is what is the light that shines from within that fuels those external results. I'm with
0: you a hundred percent on that, and I I just want to say for the people that don't know Michelle and I, or I or Michelle, <laughs> is that uh, is that Michelle and I have you know, walked this path together for about 25 years, and we wouldn't see each other very often because sometimes we lived in different countries, but each time we would come together, there would always be magic that would be occurring. Always, it was like. Time would pass. We wouldn't even talk about the content of our lives, and then when we would meet, we'd be walking parallel paths without even knowing that. And then more recently, Michelle and I have been walking together really every, weekly on a weekly basis because we are part of a mastermind together with uh, with a coach, beautiful coach called Daniel Batten, and. One of the things that I love so much about walking that path with you, Michelle, is that we don't know where we're walking to. We don't know where we're going where to, right? The mystery. We are so intuitively led. We are so surrendered to that intuitive pull. We so know that grace has our back. We so know that the plans that we make could never be as grand as the plans that are made for us.
1: Absolutely. Can you imagine 30 years ago, 10 years ago even, that we would even be doing this, you know, traveling together through Kenya, bringing you know, people that we love working with us on this adventure. That you know, as Gavin said in one of our previous clients, it's an adventure that changes everything. So, the ev- you know, we are the evidence that following the intuitive pull. Saying yes, even when it makes no sense, leads to places that you would never imagine. And that, you know, someone said to me, that's so courageous. Like once I told someone I was doing something, I was moving with my kids. And she said, you bitch. I was <laughs> like, what? And she said, I don't have any kids. I, you know, have no responsibilities and I wouldn't have the courage just to resign from my job, leave Sydney and move somewhere. I don't know anyone. And the beauty of uh, walking this path is, is the path itself that fuels the courage because the trust and the courage come from taking the next step and then seeing the magic of that, seeing things come in that you wouldn't imagine or seeing people come in that support, I know both of us evolution to go to that next step, to create new scene, to give us the wisdom or the information or the understanding that supports um, you and us to create pure magic. And I had some people that a dinner conversation the other night here at Tarangal, which is my retreat in Kengal, which I never imagined creating. And I started building a little house. Now I have a mini mansion and we're sitting at the table and my intention was that Tarangao, whether it's people who come here on retreat or people come here for a holiday that everyone for everyone it ignites some form of magic and here we were a group of strangers around a table having the most extraordinary magical creative conversation Two of the people at the table and Nev, my partner, is now going to support because they're two women from Holland who are new in agribusiness. He's, Nev's going to, you know, mentor them a little and support them in the business. So out of nowhere, it was effortless creation. And I think if we looked back at our safari in November last year, we saw the evidence of generosity and effortless creation ripple effects of big magic happening in Kenya for for people so we you know fueled the um, end period poverty campaign which supports girls we supported kids at Kigar we supported somebody with loves family here Morris who came on Safari with us but also what happened on that Safari, it opened Nev, my partner's mind, who wasn't even with us. And it started um, a campaign that his company is now um, starting to end period poverty on the Ugandan border where he works. So I think from living in this energy, creation is effortless. and that's where the magic is.
0: When I think back to our time in Kenya in November, did we know any of that was going to happen when we first began on day one?
1: Not at all. It all started with your conversation, your podcast with Avia, maybe some months before. So there are, you know, another ripple effect that happened from that um, podcast you did was I met Susan, her mom. We had lunch in Kenya. We just had what she calls a life-altering conversation, which now sees her living in Kenya from Australia and actually living on 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 purpose, what she actually wanted to do. So it was a ripple effect of that podcast you did with Elia, a lunch with Susan, and now they're living here as a family, doing exactly what they want to do. We could not have seen any of that, let alone... The number of girls that we've supported or our fellow adventurers have supported through traveling with us. Yeah. Let alone opening Nev's mind. And I have to say, when he was looking at the menstrual cups in the kitchen, he came out and said, I don't have to explain to them how to use them today. <laughs> like that was his most traumatizing moment. I'm happy to help, but please don't make me explain. If you can imagine, that makes me laugh.
0: Oh, my God. All sorts
1: of joy
0: happens. Oh, oh my goodness. So I think the point here, the point here is that when people think that they know what is going to happen, you know, even five-year plans and ten-year plans and even one-year plans, when people think that they know what is going to happen, they have so limited what is actually possible.
1: Right. I, f- I find that even with the word goals, I don't use the word goals because then it re- represents like there's two posts and there's some degree of skill to get that ball through the post. And I know I'm really uncoordinated. That's never going to happen. So, you know, the power of intention is you open up to the field of infinite possibility. A one-year, five-year plan, you like you said, you almost put your future in a box and uh, of what the potential capacity can look like. And that's, I think, the most exciting thing for me about working in this space is awe and wonder is a constant. Mm. And I've always said when I stop feeling Mm. awe and wonder every day by the clients I work with is the, the day I just go do property development and stop doing coaching it's that's the magic for me is every day I get to experience it and you get to experience and on safari it's accelerated because it's like putting magic in a container with the intelligence of everybody not just you and I but we bring the intelligence of all the people that are traveling with us together collectively to work collaboratively for 12 days in a container. Like that for 24 hours a day, like magic happens in our dreams, we've learned. People wake up with the extraordinary. That opens up ripples of impact, you know, breathtaking ripples of impact we could never imagine. And it's just born and, and wonder every single day.
0: What I'm noticing as we're creating this episode is being created as we as we are present with ourselves and each other. <clears throat> what I'm noticing is that uh there, yes, this conversation is for anybody who is listening to this podcast. And transformation, transformation can happen for anyone who is listening to this podcast. It doesn't have to relate to Kenya. And what I'm also really noticing in this conversation as opposed to other conversations that you and I have had is that we are also very, 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 very much talking about Kenya. And I feel even as I'm speaking right now, I feel like this this vortex, I feel like we're in this bubble of energy, this this energetic field where the words that are spoken today are pulling people, calling people, speaking to people specifically about giving themselves the experience of Kenya from a place, maybe from a place of it being a no-brainer and also from a place of it, it being a, a radically generous gift to self, more than they have before. And not only that, I'm also thinking of the people who think that they don't have the time to give themselves 12 days way out of their lives because they've got, you know, hey, we do too. They've got, you know, really successful businesses. They've got families to look after. They've got responsibilities to take care of. I'm also speaking to those because should those circumstances get in the way of someone being pulled to come, what happens? when people agree when we agree i have agreed too at times to circumstances getting in the way of that pull what happens
1: creativity shuts down we've we've witnessed it time and time again it's like you're saying no to your soul mm. you're saying yes to your schedule and no to your soul and my my knowing it's not even my sense my knowing is if you think if you hear the intuitive call and you know it's a yes from you and you then go into oh I don't have time that's your fears inhibitions and limitation because in fact you don't have time not to because what's created here accelerates what happens when you go back to your team, back to your home, back to your family, back to your business, like a million fold in ways that we couldn't imagine. And we saw that on the last safari where Cam came with, you know, a challenge of an investment of a million, you know, losing a million plus dollars each of the investors when he arrived to creating coherence and alignment in his thinking. He's moving through his limitations and his way of seeing the world that he actually called in the investor that was perfect for him. And by the time he left the safari, instead of each player losing a million, that it was game on and they had the right investor with the light, right values to support his project to move forward.
0: Yeah. Exactly. And he could have said, you know, there's chaos going on in my life, like serious chaos, right? Serious financial chaos. I don't I can't come. I've got to work on this. And he didn't. Yes. He surrendered. He didn't. Yes. And he got the goods more than what he expected. Because not only did he get that in 3D life, you know, the perfect investor to go forward where it could have all fallen down and could have been financial catastrophe but he got to experience a new version of himself more importantly
1: yeah absolutely right the investment was just the external reflection of who he got him to experience himself to be but can just say to let go of some really heavy shiitake that he didn't even realize he was carrying Mm. in a very effortless and graceful way in an hour he shifted some really big heavy stuff he didn't burdens he didn't even realize that he'd taken on as his eye. yeah and so who he left as was not the same person yeah as who arrived yeah and that's where the real value is
0: yeah and I, and i've been busting to say this and and it's it's time to say this because it's related to what you were just speaking about I've been busting to say that if you have the pull and yet you've been putting circumstances that you've actually really convinced yourself about as to why you possibly can't give yourself 12 days in Kenya, my question to you is what are you actually scared of? What are you actually scared of? Terrified even, that's it. What What are you actually terrified of? and you know that's a question for the listener to go toward and so Michelle and I are holding space for that and of course welcome conversations Absolutely. with you if that's the case to explore but i want to frame i want to frame this question what are you scared of in the context of we've been talking about this theme for our year, Michelle, that this year is another breakthrough year. You and I have had many breakthroughs along the way, but there are those really momentous breakthrough years. And I can remember my last one, which was 10 years ago. And it's time to have, it's a time, we can both feel that we couldn't find the words for it until a couple of weeks ago. And then thanks to our coach, he said, oh, what you're talking about is a breakthrough year. It was like, damn it, that's it. It's a breakthrough year. We know that it's not a breakthrough year for everybody. We know that there's some integration for some people to do, that it's not yet time. And we also know that it is absolutely time for a massive, one of those massive, momentous, breakthrough, paradigm-shifting, world-changing years for some people. And so here's here's the point that I want to make too around, you know, the example that we gave about that gentleman that came and even about the question that I asked what are you really scared of and that is that we place thresholds on ourselves on how loving and powerful we can be we don't know that we place these thresholds on how loving and powerful we can be because we have blind spots and we all do
1: do. and we all do, and it doesn't matter how successful you are. You and I know, both know, that we've worked with <clears throat> from some extremely successful people who still, have, who still have blind spots. We have blind spots. We've. This
0: has been, why are we talking about a breakthrough year? Because you and I have been owning up to the thresholds that we've placed on ourselves. You and I have been owning up to the blind spots that have created a sense of powerlessness in today's life that had nothing to do with who we are today but everything to do with our history that we have not acknowledged, that we've either, you know, for fam- me, pushed away, ignored, got on with life, which sometimes serves us, right, because we moves us past those times. But it's a double-edged sword.
1: Yeah. I was going to say it serves us until it doesn't. Right then it gets to a point where it's like sometimes that perpetuates us to push through, push through, push through, and then it becomes a a cap on things. And then it's like actually we're choosing to go to new levels of freedom or actually just to freedom. And I can wholeheartedly say freedom is the ultimate gift and you and I had a conversation a few weeks ago um, when you said you know Michelle what's right under your nose and yeah just a little segue left right that's the power you know we have each other we have Daniel we have our mastermind and it's that collective the balancing of each other holding space for each other being able to see the truth to be able to see through those blind spots that we hold for each other. And when you mm-hmm. asked me that question, we had to chunk down a little bit. But ultimately, it was the freedom of which I live my life,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the freedom through which I make decisions. And to me, that is, is priceless. So when you're in that fear, that terror, or just that you feel that the excuses in your mind or the blame or the reasons why you can't come, ask yourself, what's the true price of freedom? What are you willing to surrender or give up to be free? And you might know the answer to what that what is, but you could change the question and say, are you willing to surrender everything, to be free. Wow. Are you willing to surrender everything to be truly free?
0: I can imagine some fear arising for the listeners for what they would make that mean that I have to surrender everything to be free. Can you speak to what you mean by that? Does it mean that I have to give up my relationship? Does it mean that I have to leave my my work, give up my business? Does it mean any of those things?
1: No, it actually means you just have to give up your BS, your bullshit and stories. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it means surrender. You know, the beautiful, the peace about surrender is surrender everything that you're holding on to that no longer serves you. I just had this extraordinary experience in India, which came from saying yes to going to India to support a beautiful friend. I went for Panchkarma. It was nothing about Panchkarma. It turned out to be about an experience I had in a temple in a rice field in um, southern India where I walked into the temple and just burst into tears for no reason. And the poor little man in there who didn't speak English was doing arty and I was sitting there just sobbing, just tears, like literally (laughs) physically sobbing and walked out and was walking down the road in the dark going, what was that? And then I heard the words you just met yourself. And so it, it was a willing to surrender into that. Mm. Even though I don't know what that really on a very mental construct means, but I knew that the visceral experience was moving like just surrender and let those tears flow even though it felt weird and made no sense and then when I heard those was just to surrender into those words without trying to give them meaning or context or apply them to my life was just like wow that was that was an extraordinary experience and then I accidentally was, you know, went uh, to another, to a place called Auroville and ended up in this place that's invitation only without going into the story that, you know, you normally you have to book 10 days ahead, sitting there in meditation in this uh, beautiful dome of consciousness and feeling all of a sudden, it felt like all the cells were leaving my body and spinning on the ceiling. It was just amazing. And I went, I was like, wow, this is wild, right? It was out of my realm of knowing. So I started at my toes and surrendered everywhere. I could just feel contraction or like I was holding on to something and went through my entire physicality, just surrendering anywhere I felt tightness in my body and then surrendering my nervous system. Then I surrendered my brain, and my brain just filled with light, and I surrendered my mind, and my, my head space has been so clear. My meditation has just been spot-on clear. Ever since I got back, I could not have designed that experience. I went to do Panchakarma, and I came away having the most extraordinary mind-blowing unable to decipher with my mind what happened so that's a very extreme (laughs) example of surrendering but it's just surrendering to whatever comes up and going you know what i don't know this and i don't know what it means i have no context with my mind but i'm willing to drop into it be curious and see
0: I'm glad you shared your experience because one of the Course in Miracles lessons that I love so much and that I actually, before I have a session, I actually consciously say to myself, I say, I don't know what anything is for. If I think I know what that conversation is for, I've just completely limited it. If I think I know what that retreat is for, I have completely put a cap on it. So, of course, we have intention, right? We have an intention around this as being a breakthrough year, We have intention around uh, seeing our blind spots, seeing where we've placed thresholds on how loving and powerful we can be, seeing how those thresholds do not create freedom and allowing the fullness of our humanity to be here with us because without the fullness of our humanity, without our humanity being a portal, we can't reach into the ultimate truth. We can't reach into the place that exists beyond this 3D physical space. We can't reach into places that go beyond the stories of who we think we are and who what we think life is. So we know they're the ingredients, right? We know about that. We have intention about that. And we absolutely have intention that, This will be an experience that will create breathtaking ripples in the people who come on safari and beyond. Absolutely. And we don't know what anything is for.
1: You simply hold the intention.
0: And this is the magic of being away for 12 days, and especially in a place like Kenya, because it is so different for most of us, and because the way that, You have so masterfully designed, each time I come, this will be our fourth time, you design the most exquisite, exquisite trip that, as I said to you last November, it felt like we travelled to four different places and it felt like each place had a different rhythm.
1: Which is intention, right, that the places I choose carry us on a journey and ignite new seeing or shake things up or um so i intentionally choose the flight path as you can see on the the road the roads we travel to to inform our journey
0: yeah yeah
1: our personal journey
0: yeah and and that container holds that premise that we don't know what anything is for that container holds the invitation and the experience to surrender and to see beyond our blind spots
1: and to be curious and open to you know infinite possibility and all the creation like the possibility that exists beyond the world that we've always known and we have we see that on a daily basis we have that privilege On safari, we see that amplified. Mm.
0: And we can talk all these words, right, which we are. All of them absolutely said from great intention and love and generosity. And the experience is also just so joyful, just such a beautiful experience to give yourself even if there wasn't any process that we held. (laughs) The experience is magical in itself. And then we have process on top of that. And, oh, my gosh, that's why this is my fourth time.
1: (laughs) Right? Right. And if you imagine, this is a trip of a lifetime for most people. They come to Kenya on a holiday. It's like on the bucket list. It's a bucket list trip. Then they come and... I've you know the whole trip is designed with love and with intention and where we go I go and check the venues out test the water pressure if <laughs> you do etc cetera, etc cetera. <laughs> and learn every time from experience and yes so not only do we have what most people call a bucket list experience we have a bucket list experience fueled with love fueled with joy with other extraordinary people like everyone who comes brings their own divine intelligence, love, way of seeing the world. And it becomes this playground of creativity that exceeds the mind every time. And it's always, we hold the intention of, of who joins us on the trip, that it is the, the perfect combination, the perfect, almost well, like cake mix that everything comes together beautifully and that level of which we hold the intent is just a container i don't actually know that you get anywhere in the world and it's so much fun <laughs> <laughs> mainly
0: <laughs> yes i i i agree lots of dancing <laughs> dancing uh, out on the on the On the plains in the Masai Mara, I remember that time we were singing um, (laughs) "Hedon Rhapsody," (laughs) and then the the rangers were telling us, "Uh, "We're actually not allowed to be here right now. We actually need to pack up." (laughs) And then we remembered, "Oh, that's right. We're actually on the plains of Africa, and there are animals. (laughs) No,
1: it's dust. Lions, not just animals." And
0: (laughs) (laughs) so uh, we—I think we drank all the wine by that stage, and. (laughs) 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 and we headed back, and we headed back. And I'm really excited about this one too because I know that uh, we are going to a few new, not to different locations, but to a few new um, accommodations in the Masai Mara and also in Naivasha. So I'm excited to see what you've cooked up there. And the other thing that I wanted to say is because I remember somebody who came to Croatia uh, just recently said to me something like, I don't know how you did it in terms of, I mean, I'm paraphrasing here, but in terms of love really working its magic and largely being ego-free. And you and I have so much intention because we've also learned from experience that we only want people who feel like soul family. Yes. You become soul family, who become a soul family. And from our experience, calling
1: in that soul family is a divine ecosystem in itself. Absolutely. Because the journey begins the moment you say yes, as we've seen time and time again, and it doesn't end. Yeah. Because the connections that are made made there are a continuum. They keep fueling creativity, innovation and love. And collaboration. And collaboration, the business deals that have done from this, um, the inspiration from each other—it continues on. It's, it's, yeah, it's not a twelve-day adventure; it's a lifetime adventure. Yeah, that begins. The yeah, moment you say yes.
0: Yeah, and the final thing I want to say because I'm just feeling it very much in this moment is: is this safari in particular feels like very fertile ground.
1: Very ripe.
0: Yep. Very ripe. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that feels complete from my end. What about you?
1: Me too. I can only say, you know, it's a privilege to this is my great passion, my great love. I love sharing Kenya and Africa, in fact, with others, whether it's a camel track, a safari, when we went to the Congo, every experience is extraordinary. Every experience holds its own magic. Every experience pulls together the perfect soul family. And if you hear your heart saying yes, then just reach out and have a conversation, is all there is to do, is the next step.
0: Yeah. And if you hear your heart say yes and you're scared,
1: definitely reach out and have a
0: conversation. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Mm-hmm. All right. Thank you. Oh, I can't baby. wait to be there. We arrive on the 5th of May in Nairobi. Yes. And we go to a very spectacular place, my goodness, uh, on that first day. And then we leave Nairobi on the 17th of May in the afternoon and head home. I will put, we'll both put details in the show notes. Super. Great. Thanks for meeting
1: you show's uh, up
0: yeah awesome. me too so excited yeah. <laughs> i booked my yay. flights last week very exciting yay, yay. all right thank you Bye. Bye. Bye, hey guys if you love this podcast i have two requests number one sign up to the newsletter which you can find in the show notes sharing is one of my superpowers and there is only so much that i can share through the medium of podcasting And I have very big plans this year to be radically generous to you, so sign up to that newsletter where you'll be able to receive a whole lot more that I trust will be super valuable to you. And number two, I'm a massive referrer of the people I love to the people I love. Please share this episode or podcast with the people you love and let's create some more breathtaking ripples of impact.